Welcome to AC23, the podcast and radio show for the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. I'm your host, Dion Guillory. My producer is Jeremy Porcine. And you can listen to past interviews on Apple Podcasts. Just click subscribe and you'll be plugged in. And while you're there, give us five stars. Here's the rundown of the many things happening at the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. The Louisiana Project grant application period is now reopened. But listen to this. Only the regions impacted by Hurricane Ida will receive an extension, including the Greater Baton Rouge area, which is Region 2. Visit artsbr.org grants for more information, including a recorded grant workshop. Potential applicants can contact Leah Russell at 225-344-8558, extension 227. That, email, that phone number one more time is 225-344-8558, extension 227, or by email at lrussell, that's L-R-U-S-S-E-L-L, at artsbr.org. The application period closes at 11.59 p.m. on September 29th. The Cary Siraj Community Arts Center just unveiled its debut exhibition, Members Only. This is a celebration of our visual artist members and the inspiration they bring to the Arts Council's 11 parish region. The Members Only exhibition runs through October 21st in the Shell Gallery on the first floor of the Cary Siraj Community Arts Center. The address is 233 St. Ferdinand Street. The Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge presents Art Flow Junior, a juried art competition celebrating the creative voices of today's young Louisiana artists during the Ebb and Flow Festival season. This year's theme, rooted in ebb and flow ties to the Mississippi River and Delta region, is Art Making Waves. Selected works will be displayed through September 30th at the River Center Branch Library. This is sponsored in part by New Schools for Baton Rouge and the Baton Rouge chapter of the Lynx Incorporated. You can get linked in with Culturalist. Culturalist is a platform that promotes artists, organizations, and opportunities. It serves as an artist directory, and it's free. You can join us in learning more about Culturalist on September 15th at noon via Zoom, see a demonstration of the platform, and get any of those questions you may have about it answered. You can find more information by going to artsbr.org slash talks. In light of increasing COVID cases, we have postponed two upcoming events. Impact is rescheduled for January 20th, 2022, and tickets are on sale now at artsbr.org slash impact, that's M-P-A-C. The Louisiana Arts Summit will be rescheduled to spring of 2022, and we just want everyone to know that our first priority is always the health and safety of our community members, and we look forward to holding these events in 2022. Location is a premium, and we are positioned in one of the premier spots. Baton Rouge is a hub from which government, business, education, and culture reach out to the edges of the state. The two-day Ebb and Flow Festival is now a month-long event weaving together a celebration of the arts and community in Baton Rouge while raising awareness of the great quality of life here. Our series on Ebb and Flow Festival highlighted the Negro Motorist Green Book exhibit, which is on display now at Capitol Park Museum, and Dreamland at the Old State Capitol, which happens Sunday. Today, we're combining movies and music. I'm joined now by Jason Andreessen, president and CEO of Baton Rouge Gallery. Jason, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, I'm excited about this. Uh, Movies and music on the lawn. Uh, So the 2021 season is picking up Mm -hmm. this month um, during Ebb and Flow Festival on September 18th. So... For those who aren't familiar, tell everybody a little bit about movies and music on the lawn. 
Yeah, it is a series that the gallery has been uh, bringing to Baton Rouge for over 20 years now. It, it started out just as, a, I think, a one-night event uh, where they, the, the staff at the time literally draped a sheet over the backside of uh, the building where the gallery is located um, and set up an old reel-to-reel projector on a ladder and showed, I think it was Nosferatu was the first one. Oh, wow. Um, That'll scare you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's evolved over time. People really responded to it. Um, and it's a really unique uh, offering. So you've got silent films, typically from the 1920s and 30s, uh, shown outdoors on what is now, you know, we, we've upgraded a bit yeah. to a, a big inflatable screen. Um, but the silent films are projected while a band, a Louisiana-based band, kind of hides out behind the f- the, the screen and performs an original score for the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, really a unique opportunity to kind of breathe new life into some of these films that are 100 or so years old, um, give them new life, give them a unique, uh, not only modern, but also a Louisiana flair to them as well in a lot of instances. Um and so it's it's always really exciting to see what these bands do with these films and what they find in them and what they how they interpret them. Um, usually, it's a combination of prepared uh, accompaniment along with some improvisation. Okay. Um, and it's it's really a laid back environment. We typically have you know people out on the lawn, obviously facing back towards the building, mm-hmm. able to see the screen. Uh, people will bring picnics, kind of hang out, bring the you know folding tailgate chairs, um, but it's it's been a part of Baton Rouge for a long time, and it's it's a way that a lot of people will actually come to find out about the gallery and find out about you know all of the other things going on at the gallery. Yeah, and not only finding out about the gallery, but also introducing these older classic films to a new audience, and also those local bands. Yeah, you've got you've got. People who people will come who are familiar with the film, but don't know the band, mm-hmm. or vice versa, or maybe just think, "Well, that's a weird, you know, that's that sounds like an interesting night." Uh, I'll go and end up learning about both. Um, you know, I know I've learned a lot about silent films since since right. starting at the gallery uh, years ago. Um, but but one of the things that we're really happy with the program is as it's evolved, we've gotten more and more bands involved, mm-hmm. um, and not only does that has that resulted in a more diverse uh, musical sampling of what Baton Rouge and what Louisiana have to offer, but it's also brought their fans to it. Um, and you know, one band's following might come to one event and enjoy themselves and come back for another one. So our hope is that they are learning about different bands and and experiencing different bands over the course of a summer. Um, And one thing that's really cool this year, you know, we are absolutely over the moon about having uh, the series be part of the Ebb and Flow Festival Mm -hmm. because uh, it has allowed us to uh, make this screening, specifically the September screening, uh, one that is free and open to the public. Whereas normally we we have an admission fee. We try to keep it as low as we possibly can. It's a $7 ticket, uh, which includes all your popcorn for the night. Uh, but still, you know, being able to completely take away the admission fee just removes another barrier and allows us to open it up more and uh, hopefully have new people come to the program. Yeah, and get uh, that access to, the, right. to that. Uh, you mentioned, you know, uh, this is part of the Ebb and Flow Festival season. Um what are those elements in this event that connected to Ebb and Flow? 
Well, I think, you know, kind of what you spoke to uh, a few minutes ago, the the quality of life in Baton Rouge, um, I think sometimes uh, people outside of Baton Rouge don't give this city enough credit for the cultural offerings that it has. And frankly, I think the city itself, a lot of the people who live and work in Baton Rouge don't give the city enough credit. Um, and part of that is making sure that, that everybody is aware of the different offerings that, mm-hmm. that they have access to. Um but I think Ebb and Flow is uh, a festival that has always, uh, and, and you would know this better than I, but has always attempted to celebrate Baton Rouge as well as celebrate the river and, and our proximity to the river, obviously. Um, but, you know, when we started talking with the Arts Council about making movies and music part of what Ebb and Flow was going to be this year, which I think Ebb and Flow's uh, pivot in the, in the times of COVID and everything has been really interesting to watch and, and has been wonderful. Um, one of the things we talked about is we want to make, we want to try out the idea of having it be an admission free thing. Cause mm-hmm. that's one of the things that Ebb and Flow has been focused on is offering a free and open to the public and try and make it even as accessible as it can possibly be. Right. Um, and that's one of the things that we're always hoping to do with, with a program like movies and music or with anything going on at the gallery um, you know, we're fortunate because we've been able to call Breck City Park home mm-hmm. since the mid-80s. The gallery's been around since the mid-60s, but since the mid-80s, City Park's been our home. Um, and the fact that we're in a public park, we're able to be free and open to the public six days a week, you know, that's really uh, core to what the gallery is, is being available to everybody. Um, so if we can take a program like Movies and Music, which is typically one that has an admission fee, mm-hmm. even though it is low, um, and make it more accessible and make it free and open to the public, uh, that's something we'd love the opportunity to do more often. Um, and being a part of Ebb and Flow made that possible for this event. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so the movie being played uh, is a classic comedy called The Kid Brother. And yeah. I have to admit, I've never heard of it. Um, well, we can fix that. <laughs> Definitely. What can you tell us about this movie? I know it's a slapstick comedy. It is. I it, did a little research. Yeah. <laughs> so The Kid Brother is uh, a film starring Harold Lloyd. And Harold Lloyd is uh, one of those stars of the silent film who's often forgotten. You know, we know about Charlie Chaplin. Mm-hmm. We probably know, most people probably know about Buster Keaton. Um, and Harold Lloyd was kind of of that, that world, that slapstick comedian, uh, lots of physical comedy, um, you know, Harold Lloyd, most people know Harold Lloyd from the film Safety Last, which is that kind of iconic image of the guy hanging off of the clock on the side of a building. Oh, that's him. That's him. Okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, and that is kind of what most of his films are like in the mm-hmm. sense that there's there's a lot of gags, there's a lot of, you know, people falling down. Um, and The Kid Brother is kind of the quintessential Harold Lloyd film where he is, you know, He's not the big strong guy. Mm-hmm. He is kind of meek, um, and and but this film more so than any other is actually of of his films is more filled with gags. There's more things going on uh, than any other film that he that he produced. Um, he did all his own stunts. He did a lot of the writing, um, and it, it tells the story of he of him as the kid brother, whereas his father is I think the sheriff and his his. Older brothers are the, you know, big strapping guys who are going to follow in dad's footsteps. Okay. And through the course of events over the film, he is mistaken for the sheriff and then has to kind of rise to the occasion and, 
there's a love interest and all of these mm-hmm. things. But th- it's definitely a slapstick comedy. Definitely something that hopefully uh, everybody can kind of find something to enjoy in it. Yeah, and so since he has to kind of uh, just go with the flow of things, yes. uh, ebb and flow. There you there, go. Nice. Um, he all the, that's when I'm more than sure all the slapstick. Oh yeah. ensues. So, oh yeah. Yeah, lots of lots of uh, comedy there. Yeah. Uh, Acclaimed Bat Rouge band um, Minos uh, Minos the Saint is mm-hmm. performing the score. How important was it to get this band for this? Minos the Saint has been such a part of this program and a part of Baton Rouge and a part of Baton Rouge Gallery for a number of years. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, wonderful. You know, one of the things we like to do with this uh, series is every year bring back some bands who have been a part of it in the past. And every year, find some bands who have never done it in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, Minos is one of those bands that's done it before. And the reason we enjoy bringing them back is because they do such an incredible job with it. You're talking about a band that has um, influences that range from Zydeco to folk music to Eastern European jazz, Latin. Um, I mean, it is such an interesting sound just yeah. to hear them uh, perform live um and they've they've done movies and music you know probably a half dozen times mm-hmm. over the last 10 years or so uh, and they always do an incredible job i think minos the saint is probably one of the best known bands in terms of a, a baton rouge based band mm-hmm. um and there's a good reason for that they do an incredible job uh peter simone ben harrington uh Joel, Michael, the whole group is just incredible. Yeah. So it's it's always a pleasure when when the stars align with their schedule and everything to have them be a part of this program. Yeah, and it'll be amazing to hear what they come up with to score yeah. the slapstick comedy. Yeah. So, you know, marrying those two things and, together. And over the course of the years where they've done movies and music, they've done uh, every, you know, they've done horror films mm-hmm. with us. They've done slapstick comedy. So uh, it'll be fun to see what they do with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you mentioned this uh, this uh, this month's event um, mm-hmm. is is free. It's open to the public, but we are still in a pandemic. Yep, and so we kind of have to cap um, the the number of people there. Tell us a little bit about that. So our plan is to cap the uh, attendance for the event. It is free and open to the public, like we mentioned, but we will uh, we want to try and be as safe as possible. One of the things that we at the gallery are, are really proud of is we've taken the pandemic seriously kind of from day one and and, uh, have done everything we possibly can to try and keep people safe while still people keeping people engaged with the arts and with the gallery. Um, And and that will continue Uh, with movies and music this month. We're going to cap the attendance at 250 uh, because it's an outdoor event. So hopefully we're, we're, you know, keeping people safe by it remaining an outdoor event. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the fact that we are, inside this uh, beautiful landscape that is Breck City Park, you've got room enough to where with that number of people and no more, we can space out and allow people the, the ability to socially distance while still enjoy a night out, enjoy a film, and be part of a community event. Mm-hmm. And it'd be, um, you know, you mentioned like in, enjoying a night out. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things where it, it could be a date or, oh, yeah. you know, you bring the whole family. Oh, we have, we have absolutely, you know, I've been with the gallery since uh, late 2007, and I have absolutely seen people uh, who had their first date at Movies and Music mm-hmm. and then later on uh, had their, their proposal out on the, oh, the wow. terrace that, that faces the lawn. 
um, kind of in in recognition, I guess, of that first date. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great program in that, like you said, it can be a first date. It's a cheap night out, you know, seven bucks a head, and you get you know a live band, a movie, and uh, free popcorn. Yeah. You can bring your own picnic if you'd like, you know, something else. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got drinks provided by Coca Cola, so I mean, it's it's. It's a, a good night out for somebody yeah. on a budget, for sure. Um, and then you've got, you know, music lovers, audiophiles come out for, for one reason. Mm-hmm. Film lovers, especially silent, you know, old school film lovers, uh, they can find something else in it. And hopefully, you know, like I said, community is kind of part of, of what makes this thing special, especially at a time where we haven't really had the opportunity to get together often as a community. Um, you know, the last what 18 months to 25 years whatever right. it feels like <laughs> it, it all blurs yeah time means nothing anymore um you know since march of 2020 it's been tough and mm-hmm. and i think it's been tough for a lot of people um especially those who enjoy being out in the community being with other people maybe meeting new people um just it, the social aspect yeah. because we're such a social people Absolutely. you know here in south louisiana yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, you know, us uh, being able to hold events like these, you know, a lot of most of the events that the gallery normally holds uh, have put, been put on hold because of COVID, because normally we are holding events inside, inside the gallery. Right. Um, movies and music's give, movies and music being an outdoor event gives us an, a little more flexibility. So hopefully this is uh, something that people will get excited about. Yeah, definitely. All right, so for those people who are getting excited – uh, and those who are like, hey, <laughs> where is the gallery? What time yeah. is this? Give those those sure. people the, all those details. So like I said, uh, the gallery is located inside City Park, uh, which is more or less uh, by the corner of Perkins and Dalrymple. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're about a mile and a half away from LSU's campus, uh, right around the City Park Lakes. Um, it is... Uh, free and open to the public every day but Monday from noon to six. Uh, we've also got you know an incredible exhibition up all this month and, and new exhibitions coming every single month uh, featuring primarily Louisiana-based artists. Um, you can go to batonrougegallery.org for more information on the film, the band that, that will be a part of the uh, event on the 18th, um, as well as other uh, movies and music events. You know the program will will continue in October. Uh, we've also got uh, an event from August that we canceled because of or, or postponed because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we'll be looking to reschedule later in the year as well. Okay. And what yeah. is what are the times for the for the movie? Thank you for asking. Eight o'clock. Yeah, okay. it's always eight o'clock. Uh, but because the series runs from May through October, or normally runs to May through October, uh, obviously sun sundown changes but right. so normally it's eight o'clock or when it's dark enough to show the film mm-hmm. but given the time of year we're at usually right around eight o'clock okay perfect um and yeah because the, the sun will be down about yeah. that time yeah, since yeah, yeah. we are in september so. right oh gosh <laughs> it gets it's about to start getting darker earlier yep oh. yep yeah, great time of year. Well, we'll we'll put some light out there with the film projector. <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, Jason, any 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 final words? No. Well, just to say thank you, you know, again to uh, the Arts Council for for having this series be part of the Ebb and Flow Festival. Thank you to all of the sponsors, you know, Elephant Realty and uh, Aetna Better Health. Uh, there are too many to name, but right. we are definitely grateful for all the support from our community as well as the members, you know, of the gallery who support the the 
efforts and mission of the gallery year-round. Yeah, definitely. So, well, and thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here, Jason Andreessen, President and CEO of Baton Rouge Gallery. Thanks for joining us, and thank you for listening to AC23. I'm your host, Dion Guillory. Until next time.